Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a REMAX agent has answers. Hey, Brian, those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you. REMAX agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Good morning and a welcome in to the early line. We're live right here on SportsGrid. It is a Tuesday morning, Monday night football, delivering quite a bit of of headline news. I'm Kevin Walsh, and that is Donnie Wrightside here with you over the next two hours, breaking it all down. DRS, how are you feeling? Monday Night Football, certainly a surprise last night. We'll be able to go over that, and I'm pretty glad that we're going to spend a few segments, not necessarily on praising the Chicago Bears, but taking that microscope out, Kevin, and looking at the New England Patriots. Yeah, and the the Bears will certainly get their love, but the opening Mm -hmm. headline reads, appropriately, I think, the Bears beat... Mac and Zappy. Because if by chance you missed a little Monday Night Football, but you made sure you showed up for the early line, they did see both Mac Jones and Bailey Zappy, but it was only a little bit of Mac Jones who finished this football game three of six for 13 yards and an interception. Bailey Zappy came in through a touchdown right away, and it looked like this was going to be Patriots in a route. They took a 14-10 lead. Your final tally, 33 14 Bears plus eight and a half outright on a Monday night. Impressive performance there by the Bears handling their business. Almost double digit favorites here at the FanDuel Sportsbook. But the bigger picture is, didn't we say, now hold on. Matt Jones seems like he's really getting rushed back into this environment here. Oh, trust Bill Belichick. He knows better than anybody else. They were soundly booing him by the end of the first quarter into the second quarter, and rightfully so. I don't know if the boos were actually for the quarterbacks themselves. More or less should have been for Bill Belichick. Well, all I know on the other side of the field, Justin Fields throws a touchdown Runs one in, has 82 yards on the ground over his passing yards prop in the best game of possibly his young career. We will dissect that as well. Is it the fact that I'm saying it's the best game of his young career he threw for Buck 79? I love it. Exactly. The bar is so low in the NFL for some people here that we're actually waking up. And I'm saying it even from yourself, social media. And I can't even fault it because I preface this by saying, the Bears are so behind the eight ball in offense with weapons that anything you get positive out of fields feels like a fantastic mm-hmm. night. But it's just funny. Like, what a great night. Buck 79 in the air, a touchdown and a pick. Boy, he's really coming along. Yeah, he lit it up. I mean, are we talking? <laughs> yeah, is there an MVP exactly. chatter, yeah. a buzz? Like the bell I mean, curve. We're starting to hear people. There we go. Uh, here's the deal. I know one quarterback that kill for a buck 79, a touchdown, and just only one interception. Shout out, Matt Ryan. Woo! That didn't go well. Two picks, including a pick six in Indianapolis's loss to the Tennessee Titans, sent them to 3-3-1. Three, three, and one. 
And that's all she wrote for Matt Ryan in Indianapolis as the Indianapolis Colts have decided that Sam Eilinger will be their QB moving forward. Matt Ryan has a ton of money in the bank. He's had some success in the NFL, obviously, but he's toward the end of his career. How tough is that, though, to actually show up for work now, knowing you're not the starting quarterback? And he didn't lose it to Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes. He lost it to Sam Eilinger. You're playing so bad, and your team is 500. That only reason why they got wins is despite you, and now you lose it to Eilinger. Maybe he comes in a little bit later, sleeps a little bit later, studies a little bit less, off in the retirement he goes. Can we talk about a sneaky bad beat for folks that bet Matt Ryan to lead the NFL in interceptions and oh, got that that, 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 that update? Yeah, that should be paid. And back. they are just yeah. absolutely sick to their stomach because <laughs> they got a Colts quarterback a bet in. That would be quite nice. By the way, last night a perfect example of why one rushing touchdown and one passing touchdown is so great. Your 504s on Mack and yeah. Fields, which were nonsense anyway. He gets benched. You had no life. The one and one always with some juice. Our radio audience is live on a Tuesday morning. I'm Kevin Walsh and Stani Right Side. We're live on Sirius XM channel 159. Some bad news for the New York Jets. Brees Hall has a torn ACL that will end his rookie season. Some positive news. They've gone out and added to their running back room trading for James Robinson of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Smart move here. Didn't have to spend a lot to get another player, but it just shows that the yep. Jets' belief in their own football team, like they can do some damage and make the playoffs. If you're going to lose a top talented running back, you got to replace him. Not saying that Robinson's equal talent here, but you got to get some more running backs in that room if you think you're going to win some more games. Yeah, absolutely. So Michael Carter is solid, but I don't think you're looking at him as a yeah. bell cow back. It does make sense. A pair of wide receiver updates. The Chargers injuries continuing. J.C. Jackson done for the season, but we also got news that Mike Williams is going to miss weeks, not days, with an ankle sprain. D.K. Metcalf left early with a knee injury in the Seattle Seahawks win against those Los Angeles Chargers. However, they're saying that he could play, Donnie, as early as this Sunday against the New York Giants. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of coaches speak where you're basically getting x-rays and MRIs on your knee and you can't complete a game. And Pete Carroll's like, yeah, no problem, man. We expect him to be there this Sunday. He's probably not going to play, which is a massive break for the New York Giants going on the road to take on the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, certainly something we will be monitoring and yep. we'll talk a little bit during our early lines segment. Uh, how about a Know Your Audience special here in the NBA? You're going to love both of these. Mm. Uh, we started in Memphis where the Nets took the trip to face John Morant and the Grizzlies. John Morant went for 38 and so did Desmond Bain in a 134-124 victory. Ben Simmons, Donnie, for the second time this season, fouls out. Fouls out. I mean, look at the amount of points they scored in that game. I think Ben Simmons finished with seven and fouled out. So he's on that pace where he's going to have more fouls this season than actual points, which is going to be tremendous. But also Kyrie Irving with a nice night. Watch those nets here. Things aren't starting out so well. Also, we did see the 76ers pick up their first win of the season after starting the season 0-3, 120 to 106. Once again, James Harden, the best player for them in this game, 29 points, 11 assists, as well as nine rebounds, five made triples. We're off and rolling. We begin it all with Monday Night Football here on the early line. We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. 
Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joe's, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a REMAX agent has answers. Hey, Brian, those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you. REMAX agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated. Back here on the early line, we won a zero win on Monday Night Football. A 33-14 victory for the Chicago Bears in Foxborough. And I think for a lot of people, the headlines here are coming out of New England, and I don't disagree. We have plenty of time to get to those headlines, though. The Chicago Bears moved to 3-4. and four. The Chicago Bears, more importantly, though, scored 33 points. The most points they've scored in a Justin Fields start. And yes, I tend to understand where Donnie's coming from that it's a bit of a chuckle to look at a guy go for a buck 79 what one touchdown and one pick and say if that's the best game of someone's career then boy we're in trouble but it possibly was the best game all things considered for Justin Fields career you can't hand wave 14 carries for 82 yards and a touchdown if Justin Fields is going to succeed in this league it is going to be with him also getting involved as a running quarterback and as far as throwing the football goes it was a very encouraging game. It felt as if the Chicago Bears coaching staff tuned in to the you know prime broadcast post-game breakdown of Thursday Night Football where Richard Sherman and Ryan Fitzpatrick were like, why don't you maybe move him around? Why don't you tailor this offense to your quarterback instead of trying to fit him in to whatever it is that you think you're trying to do here? 8.5 yards per pass is probably more important than the, the 179 yards overall. The touchdown pass, while I know it was a screen pass, if you watch the highlight, it was a great piece of business from Justin Fields. Moving around in the pocket, kept this offense ahead of schedule, and picking up necessary first downs with his legs. Donnie, I thought that this was a massive step in the right direction for the Chicago Bears and arguably the most important game of the Justin Fields era. And also, you heard Justin Fields this season already say at press conference, like, man, you know, this is getting a little bit tired. I want to be on the opposite end of the spectrum here and pick up wins. That was a massive win. So forget about Justin Fields, how he played. You're talking about a quarterback in this league going on the road and winning in Foxborough. Now, is Tom Brady on the opposite side? No, he's not. But it's still Bill Belichick and a spread that closed around eight and a half or nine here at the FanDuel Sportsbook. That was a very good game. And yeah. I think you bring up a very good point because the only touchdown pass he had was a rocket screen to a running back. But again, it wasn't as if, let me just take the football fired out there because if he did that 
it would have got knocked down, maybe tipped or even intercepted. Had the thought process to say somebody's in my way, pump fake, fire it away, and also credit the offensive line for not running down. The Philadelphia Eagles lineman would have been in the back of the end zone by the time that pass was actually <laughs> thrown. So good move by them to actually stay on sides. But you're right. The bigger picture, and one of the bigger proponents for me, I've been on Justin Fields' side. Coming into the season, you know me, Kevin. I say this isn't fair to this kid. He's extremely talented, and it yeah. may be one of the worst-case scenarios you can have. So the fact that the Chicago Bears are 3-4 and four with that big Monday night victory, that bodes well. Get the kid some weapons and really see what he can do. But if we're looking at 179, mm -hmm. a touchdown pass, and a, and a pick, it is kind of funny to say that's the best night of his career. But team-wise, it was the best night of his career. And again, I think part of that right, Lonnie, is the, the 21 attempts. This team wants to run the football. 14 carries for Fields, 15 for Montgomery, and 12 for Khalil Herbert. As a team, they ran the football 45 times. They are That's how they are designed to operate there. The thing is, when you peel back on Justin Fields, right, if I would have just kind of, you know, just broke it down for you the night the Chicago Bears drafted him. And I'm like, hey, Justin Fields scored 33 points in a road game. Yeah, sure. Kid's a superstar. We, right? Like, that was the expectation coming out of Ohio State. Because Justin Fields, this is what I think often gets lost in the conversation. Trevor Lawrence is someone that gets a lot of leeway. And by the way, from me as well. Because I know what Trevor can be. And what I think he'll ultimately be in this league. And, and that is tied to what he was able to do at Clemson and even the quarterback that he was in high school coming out, right, Donnie? Justin Fields, all of that is the same. There were recruiting services that had Fields over Lawrence. When he was at Ohio State, Justin Fields was nearly as successful as Trevor Lawrence was as well. So that is why it is still a very important time in Chicago. You and I yesterday on radio kind of took the liberty to go through the state of the quarterback position across the league. And there's some clear big headline stories here in their opponent in New England, over in Indianapolis, where teams are going to have to make some tough decisions at the quarterback position. And you heard on the broadcast last night that say Justin Fields kind of auditioning for a new regime. Because when new people get in, they go, I didn't draft him. And if he doesn't figure it out, I'm getting fired. So I'm going to get somebody else. Well, Justin Fields last night, Donnie, put forward such an important performance to keeping him in Chicago at minimum as we're breaking down Bears football next season. Yeah, and you're right about that. And when I look at him, talking about Justin Fields, I see a better version down the line of Cam Newton because I'm more trusting in Justin Fields' maturation process as a passer. We know he can run the football. He's electric in the pocket. 14 carries, 82 yards from, you know, Bill Belichick. What do they say? We're going to take away what you do best, which for the Chicago Bears is running the football. They didn't take away any of that, 5.4 yards per carry. And a lot of that had to do with Justin Fields back there. Just the respect you have to have when you run run-pass options, RPOs, or anything. Read options that you have to respect that quarterback which gives your running backs 15 carries for 62 yards 12 carries for 62 yards the ability to get downfield because those linebackers and defensive ends have to respect Justin Fields but also on the same side we talk about this is like a you know a run through for Fields for the new regime I didn't give him any help either hey Justin get this Darnell Mooney is going to be your number one get out there kid and go kick some butt I can't imagine being a quarterback in the room going, man, look at all these other young quarterbacks in the NFL that they're getting weapons for. They're actually letting them succeed and putting them in the good spots by hiring offensive coordinators as head coaches, not defensive coordinators.
coordinators as head coaches and not giving them any weapons to surround them. I always told you when the draft came out, boy, if there's any way that Justin Fields can make his way to San Francisco, I would have thought that would have been a grand mm-hmm. slam situation. Bears fans were happy they got him. I was too, but at the same time, I go, well, that's a terrible landing spot. Matt Nagy, then all of a sudden to get Eberflus, it just seems like he set up the fail, but he's so talented that he can overcome it. Last night, you saw exactly what can happen when he's right. Just imagine if he rolls out of the pocket and throws to a wide open wide receiver that's a legitimate number one. It's coming. Hopefully, the Bears front office can make it happen. I I don't think we have the time for me to unpack what is a bit of Cam Newton slander there. I'm just Cam Newton, a league MVP. If if we feel that Justin Fields, you know, that's a lot. I'll just you know one of the four best, if not better, rushing quarterbacks of all times. But I think Fields can have some juice to him overall. Now we're going to unpack the New England Patriots in a major way. We have plenty of time to the specifics of this football game, though. I have to say it is pretty stunning that Mac Jones was benched. This game was 10-0. Bailey Zappi comes in. It is 14-10. And this game ends 33-14. Usually, Donnie, at home, Bailey Zappi enters this game. You know, we go back, you go back-to-back touchdown drives, and that's going to be a New England Patriots 31 to 20 type of victory here with the way you would have thought this would have played out. The fact that they grabbed that momentum. And then Zappi did nothing else the rest of the game was a bit stunning overall. It was a bit stunning overall. Let's keep in mind, a fifth-round draft pick out of Western Kentucky. Yeah, he threw a million touchdowns in college. So did a lot of players in college that came up to the NFL and actually couldn't cut it. But I'm not blaming Zappi here again. He's a rookie quarterback. He's played well. All the energy over the past couple weeks was getting Zappi ready to play. You know what the energy in the building this week was? Well, maybe we'll throw a wrench in this thing and give Mac Jones 75% or 50% of the snaps during the week. We'll make Bailey Zappi think that he's probably not playing in this football game, but hopefully he prepares like a starter. Now, after the game, he did get to the podium and said, hey, I prepare every game the same. No, that's not necessarily true. If you knew you were the starter, you're getting 100% of the snaps, you don't have to look over your shoulder. Because keep in mind, Mac Jones comes in. He wasn't ready to play it. It was apparent. I don't know why he was in that game. But also, when you put Zappi in the game, do you know what he has to do at that point, Kevin? Hey, I got to look over my shoulder now. I need to make sure I'm the starting quarterback. Maybe they're going to make some throws I normally wouldn't make, knowing that I might not be the starter next week unless I prevail. It was a disaster in the second half overall after that great start from him. This is not the fault of Zappi or Mac Jones. This is the fault of a team run by Bill Belichick, who knows more than everybody else, and also a defensive coordinator who is your offensive coordinator. These are the decisions that you get. Interesting. I feel as if Zappi should have been, I mean, even if he thought that coming in, he went back-to-back touchdowns. At that point in time, he should have known he was the guy the rest of the game. But things did fall apart, and they were shut out in the second half at home. We unpacked the New England Patriots quarterback room after this quick break on Sportsbook. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Price drop. Time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. 
Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a REMAX agent has answers. Hey, Brian, those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you. REMAX agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated. Back with you on Sports Grenade. It's time to unpack the England Patriots quarterback room. A decision last night to begin with Mac Jones was not that surprising. If he's healthy, you're going to play Mac Jones. And then we got an update before the game. Don't be surprised to see both Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi from your Schefters and your Rappaports. Now, that all of a sudden threw me off in a major way. I started to think about, you know, Brian Kelly at Notre Dame going every other drive with different quarterbacks. And that's college football, though, right? College football, you get away with that. The NFL, not so much. You're either starting Mac Jones or you're starting Bailey Zappi. So when Mac Jones had his initial struggles and Bailey Zappi checked into the game, I guess maybe to your earlier point, there was a part of me that said, all right, so when does Mac come back in? Is this what we're doing? Are we going to be in alternating drives? Obviously, Zappy going and having two touchdown drives in his first two drives maybe put to bed any here's Mac, here's Zappy conversation. But to just narrow in on last night, and then we can expand to the big picture, the decision, they knew pregame that they were going to play Bailey Zappy, which is a really fascinating thing to dissect. Yeah, so we're led to believe that if Mac Jones was 10 of 11 for 192 yards midway through the second <laughs> quarter with three touchdowns, it didn't matter. Zappi was going to get the second half like it was a preseason game, which is ludicrous here. So the fact that somebody leaked this out, like Bill Belichick, you know, the tightest, you know, information ship on the planet up there is the Patriots. And somehow that got out before the game. I don't know how it did to begin with, but also what even was the thought process behind it? And you're right. Forget about looking down the road. Let's just take a look at last night and how it pertains to the previous few weeks. Mac Jones helped off basically screaming like a seven-year-old how bad his ankle hurt as he hopped down the steps into the locker room in New England just a few short weeks ago. We're led to believe that this is one of those high ankle sprains that probably is going to need surgery because of how bad it was. And yet, Kevin, correct me if I'm wrong, the next Friday, he was out on the practice field in a helmet and a practice jersey and a taped-up ankle but could barely move. For what? For what? Were you coaching high school or college football where you were hoping the media took a picture of that so the other team, oh, we better get ready. We better get ready for Mac Jones this week. And the next week comes on. Oh, questionable for this weekend. He could barely even walk or participate in practice. It was almost like this whole thing was, was like a choreography that they rushed to get him back and for I don't know why, it wasn't as if Zappi was in the game going, oh, my God, I'm 0 for 17 with 16 interceptions. Mac, please come back. The kid was playing really well. You could have afforded to keep Mac Jones on the bench another few weeks to get him right. But yesterday, also, you said to yourself, well, that's a great spot. You get Mac Jones back. You get the fans back on Mac Jones side against a bad Bears team. 
Now look what you did, Bill Belichick. You put Mac Jones out there. He was terrible. Zappi looked horrible in the second half. And mm. now your schedule gets a little bit harder. Exactly what you wanted to do, Bill Belichick, I assume. So I know that this will be very um, kind of almost scripted TV drama-esque, what I am going to suggest here. But I don't think Mac Jones and Bill Belichick get along. Bill Belichick has long been a bit stubborn, but he wins, so he's allowed to do that. Sometimes I think, you know, there are certain stories, though, that don't get focused on enough. Rob Gronkowski retired the first time because he couldn't be in New England anymore. He came out of retirement because Tom left New England. He's now retired again, I understand, but we've not heard that Gronk is coming back. I think he needed to get away from Belichick on the way he does things. And sometimes you're going to go out and you're going to find a guy that's not, man, this doesn't make any sense. And I don't like the way this is going on here. And that just kind of feels like that's Mac Jones. The Patriot way maybe isn't the Mac Jones way. And the reports, if again, I am to kind of understand these, though it feels sometimes, you know, all over the map, is that it was Mac Jones rushing back it was a new england patriots team that wanted him to shut it down and get surgery and mac jones who said no so i'll be honest with you i'm open to the idea that bill belichick said no problem mac you're a starting quarterback man you know bailey's <laughs> gonna be there if we think we need to make a move and he threw him out there and he knew how that game was gonna open up and he yanked him and he put bailey zappy in like he wanted to now maybe again that's a bit ridiculous and that's not how it all played out right but nevertheless, things clearly right now are not good in New England between head coach and quarterback. You saw the reaction on the sideline for Mac Jones. I know he smiled and, and you know tried to show Bailey Zappi some love going over to the sideline, but you know that Mac was bothered. You saw wide receivers coming up to Mac Jones. Hey, what are we doing here? I'm out. I'm out. Don't talk, I'm out. Like I'm not in the game, right? Patriots wide receivers, by the way, stunned by the entire situation. So to, I guess then, before we get super, super big picture, focus on the next coming weeks, even just go to this game against the New York Jets that's on the schedule, expected starting quarterback, Bailey Zappi or Mac Jones? I'm expecting Bailey Zappi. I'm actually expecting Mac Jones. Like, I don't, I don't know where you go from here at this point unless you said one guy drafted in the fifth round, one guy I drafted in the first round. Let's also make this clear. Robert Kraft's not drafting quarterbacks here. The GM is not drafting quarterbacks, whoever that might be, because, you know, Bill Belichick all of a sudden this year, Kevin's not in the title. So we don't even know who the GM and GM is at this point. That was Bill Belichick's pick. And I know I can always go back to this one date, which is one of my favorite nights on In Play Sports tonight, when Kevin and I watched the Buffalo Bills, New England Patriots. 98% of Twitter said it was the best game plan they ever saw. But Kevin and Donnie said, you know what? This just shows Bill Belichick made an error here drafting Mac Jones. Why? He drafted a rookie quarterback. I understand that. It wasn't his first start here. Tough environment in Buffalo, yes. But your pathway to victory that night for the Patriots was, my quarterback stinks. As long as he doesn't throw the football, we got a chance. Look at the way it's playing out right now. Not to say Mac Jones can't get it together, but you saw the writing on the wall last year of what Bill Belichick really thought of his young starting quarterback. So maybe there is some rivalry in the building here now between Mac Jones and you know Bill Belichick not seeing eye to eye. You're not buying into the Patriot way at this point here. You think you're ready, kid? Go out there and have it. It'd be crazy if that actually is the way it was. But for me, how can you go to Bailey Zappi this week? Like, if you if Bill Belichick comes out this week, yeah, Bailey, uh, Mac Jones is injured. We're not going to put him back out there. I mean, that's malpractice. You might as well just sign up, you know, whatever one of these, you know, lawsuits has it, Jacoby and Myers, who's actually a wide receiver on the team, right? 
can be your lawyer in this situation to get you some draft compensation back for what happened to you here. There's no way that they can go to Zappi. If Mac Jones is healthy and doesn't start next week, he's as good as gone, right? Well, that's the thing I think is good as gone at this point here. I, so I understand they spent a first-round pick on him, but sometimes things just don't work out. I know this is a lot higher level than Elijah Moore, but the Elijah Moore thing's just not going to work out in New York. Whether it's this before the deadline or whether it's this offseason, it's not going to. And Elijah Moore last year, as a rookie, broke out towards the back end of the season and entered this year with a lot of high expectations. Things were going well, and then the rest of the wide receiver room got healthy. Zach Wilson is back, and they don't use Eli Moore any, any longer. So this whole Mac Jones thing is not working out. I understand what you're saying about the malpractice stuff, but again, if Mac Jones was like, I'm healthy, I'm playing, and they're like, see, told you you weren't, now go sit down, maybe you won't enter that conversation. If they are going to trade Mac Jones, I don't think it is right now, mainly because I don't think the market is robust enough for that decision. I don't I don't think you're going to see enough teams moving off current quarterbacks for Mac Jones. This offseason, though, I sent the, the question out to the people. A lot of great replies, a lot of good teams mentioned. But the one that is almost too perfect, unbelievably serendipitous, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers making a phone call after Tom Brady retires and having Mac Jones come on down and step in to replace Brady is one scenario I absolutely could sink my teeth into. I can't. I uh, right. It's almost like, you know, you take that car off the lot. Like, hey, it's a first-round draft pick, man. You got to give me back compensation. Yeah, I don't think so at this point. He hasn't shown me anything. I understand he's still young in his career. Don't get me wrong. And maybe the Patriots have done him dirty again. Because I'm trying to build up a case to say why well, I don't like him, but I'm also building the same case to say it's not his fault like I do with Justin Fields. What did you want him to do? Hey, I'm showing up to camp first day. What do we got, coach? All right, well, here's your defensive coordinator. Cool. Hey, Matt, how you doing over here on this side of the football? I'm your coordinator now. What are you talking about? You're a defensive coordinator. No, no, no. I know offense now. Get under center here. Uh, what's the first play, coach? 42 stack read blitz on one. Coach, that's a defensive play. Oh, my bad, my bad. Let me get back to offensive. You can't do that to a young quarterback. But at the same time, you know what it feels like to me where Mac Jones winds up? A seventh-round conditional pick to the Kansas City Chiefs who put him on their practice squad just to make sure he's a legitimate quarterback and maybe bring him up in the future and trade him when he's ready. That's what it feels like to me. Who would trade for Mac Jones right now? Honestly, look around the NFL. We went on did it yesterday and got through most of the teams on uh, the afternoon show Moneyline, which you guys need to tune in, 1-3 to three right here on SiriusXM Channel 159, and said, where would these quarterbacks go? Who's drafting a quarterback? Which one of those would be like, you know what, Mac Jones is our guy? I don't see it. Like, I think New England's stuck with the guy. Draft compensation? You're not getting anything from Mac. I, I disagree. I, I think that, again, it, it would be this offseason. And I don't think, look, it's not going to be a first-round pick, right? Would it be fourth? But, like, can, honestly, like a fourth? I thought a third. I think a third-round pick could, could, could come in. I think the New Orleans Saints make a phone call. Somebody cut the cords in Carolina, by the way. The Carolina Panthers, what they need to not do is for the seventh time try and trade for a quarterback that nobody actually wanted. They should probably try and avoid that. You're going to hear Indianapolis linked, of course. I I saw some people shout out Denver, which was obviously an ugly situation, but um, you you will kind of understand where that's coming from. The commanders are going to try and make a move. Does, you know, Brian Dable have any connections to Mac Jones, at least just through kind of knowing people within the New England organization? Maybe, maybe not. It's going to be an interesting time to see for Mac Jones. But 
it would not surprise me if we have seen or we are seeing Mac Jones's final season in a New England Patriots uniform. It's either going to be Mac or Zappy that try and lead them to their new updated win total of seven and a half. You think that's bad? We're going to Indianapolis next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. That's what it was. Live with you right here on SportsGrid. The Indianapolis Colts yesterday with quite the statement. Matt Ryan benched. I just want to make sure that I appropriately set the stage, though, for some people that maybe did not see every single piece of information. Matt Ryan is injured. The Indianapolis Colts could have said, Matt Ryan is injured. We will reevaluate the quarterback room when he is healthy. We're going to be moving forward with Sam Eilinger. No, what the Indianapolis Colts did was say, hey, Matt. While we know you are not healthy enough to play this week against Washington, even if you were, we wouldn't be playing you. You are costing us games. This was an awful decision. Thanks for the leadership. But in a hope to save our season and the state of our organization moving forward, you will no longer be our quarterback, no matter your health. A massive decision made in Indianapolis after the first seven games. I like this. Now, granted, I don't like the fact that the Colts went out and made a move if I'm a Colts fan to get Matt Ryan and it didn't work out. That stinks. But I also love when organizations do some things for the betterment of the franchise, Kevin. It would have been very easy for the owner, who's basically on record saying, I did this. I brought Matt Ryan in. He was my guy. I love this guy. His leadership is amazing. And then in a 24-hour period, go, you know what? I made a mistake. I should let the football guys do the football things here. And we're going to put him on the bench. Because as I say that, Matt Ryan's owed like $20 million next year as well from the Indianapolis Colts. So this wasn't a tryout. Like, I oh, don't know anything here. If it doesn't work out, it's no big deal. This was a massive move in that locker room. And also for a guy that's used to being the starter, probably from high school all the way through to BC, now through Atlanta, Super Bowls, MVPs. Now he was supposed to be the end-all be on the Colts, the final piece of the puzzle. 
but Kevin and Donnie always told you what type of puzzle were you actually putting together that included Matt Ryan making a run to the Super Bowl. We didn't believe it. His arm was shot, and now also the Colts are saying the same thing. And the Colts didn't go out, Kevin. They didn't go last week and go, you know what, let's make a move for another quarterback. We'll bring in a healthy starter here that's played a lot of good football in the NFL, and that's why we're going to replace Matt Ryan. No. They're going to what is de facto a rookie quarterback getting his first taste of NFL football, Kevin, and they think that's the better option than Matt Ryan, a quarterback. That says it all. It it, it absolutely does, but to circle back, there there's no hindsight here. There, there's no revisionist history. You were told in the moment this was a bad move. I know a lot of people out there don't like Carson Wentz. Like, and I think that goes honestly beyond his play on the field like I think people actively dislike Carson Wentz that was a quarterback last season that threw 27 touchdowns to seven interceptions and any any person you list is a man I'll just got to get elite quarterback play or if the Indianapolis Colts would have called Aaron Rodgers and said hey you know if you come to Indy you probably could win a Super Bowl instead of running it back with Randall Cobb if you want maybe bring Randall Cobb with you Instead, they went out and they brought Matt Ryan in. And the problem with that is that Matt Ryan is a downgrade from Carson Wentz. Last year, that was the case. Carson Wentz last season, I know these numbers are never perfect, but Carson Wentz ranked ninth in QBR. Matt Ryan ranked 21st in that same exact category last season. Carson Wentz ranked 13th in passer rating. Matt Ryan ranked 18th. So somehow, some way, people convinced themselves that the Indianapolis Colts had not only upgraded at the position, but massively upgraded at quarterback. And it was anything but. It was a downgrade. Matt Ryan leads the NFL in interceptions. Matt Ryan is completely immobile. And he is the primary reason that we are sitting here evaluating a very, very underwhelming Colts team. And by the way, as people try and blame everything on the offensive line all of a sudden, which is really fun, they are 3-3-1. Three, three, and one. They sit just one game behind the Tennessee Titans in the division. I know technically two because they've already been swept by that football team. They could have very easily said, listen, it's not the start we wanted, but there's a lot of season left. No, they said, this is a disaster. And even though you're injured, we need to make it clear that you right now are the problem in the room. So for everyone out there that's going to try and tell me it's the offensive line, they don't think that in Indianapolis. They think it's Matt Ryan. That's why Sam Eilinger is now their quarterback going up against the Washington Commanders. By the way, and also... I like that fun on Sunday afternoons, right? It's not a lot of fun if you're probably betting the Colts or watching all the way through. But how many times have you people out there watching this show sat around on a Sunday, had the red zone on, and it was 50-50. When they went to a Colts game with the Colts around midfield, 50-50 if Matt Ryan even got the pass off. You had no idea. Third and seven coming up. Ooh, could be a big play. Could be a touchdown interception. 50-50 whether or not he got sacked or not because if anybody was around him in the pocket, he was going down there. So it's fantastic to watch that play out. But also, let's keep in mind, I, I love, like, every once in a while, you could take victory laps and they're a lot of fun. Like, the day that you saw Matt Ryan was changing hands going from Atlanta over to the Colts. National beat writers surrounded the wagons. And, like, they got their man. 
They finally did it. Matt Ryan headed to Indy. Oh, my God, what an upgrade to Carson Wentz. This was the final piece of the puzzle. They are now Super Bowl contenders. And I had a simple tweet out there. Great, Matt Ryan's going to Indy. Anybody ever seen this guy throw? Because apparently nobody watched Atlanta football since 2015, where this guy, all he did with Julio Jones in his prime was throw the ball straight up in the air to try to hit the roof and hope Julio came down with it. That was Atlanta's offense as you watch it. And also, to bring Julio into this equation, you remember in the offseason, nobody wanted Julio Jones. Nobody. Every single team had a crack at him. He goes to Tampa Bay. Beat right. Oh, my God. Brady and Julio Jones? Oh, my God. Can you imagine that with Godwin and Evans? Yeah. Julio doesn't feel like he's even played yet for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. When these guys are shot fighters, there's a reason why they're passed around. If Matt Ryan was still a dominant quarterback, you know what? Atlanta wouldn't have been tanking with Matt Ryan on the field in order to get another quarterback. It's disaster mode. It's disaster mode in Atlanta. They got out from under Matt Ryan, and now Indy's like, man, what did we do? Gave up on Carson Wentz. Okay, moved on to Matt Ryan. It didn't work. And now you're saying to yourself, back to square one with Sam Eilinger. Tremendous stuff in Indy. The Colts are going to see what Sam Eilinger can deliver in 10 games. And they will then probably be reevaluating the quarterback position and seeing what their best route is. But Matt Ryan's time in Indianapolis, mm-hmm. you have to imagine, is over. I asked who could possibly make phone calls on Mac Jones. I don't think you'll disagree with this. I would think there would be double, triple the interest in Mac Jones over Matt Ryan. Yeah. At least Mac is very young into his NFL career. I don't know what the excuses will be given to Matt Ryan. I don't see how people ultimately get excited about those moves. So let's just focus then on Indianapolis moving forward and perhaps what this team could deliver. Now, the issue is we don't have currently an updated win total because they're probably trying to figure some things out. But we do have a team that is a plus 140 price to make the playoffs. And we know they don't play in a great division. Their current numbers check in at a plus 240 price against the Tennessee Titans. Now that Matt Ryan is on the bench, where are you, that win total seven and a half actually, where are you on the Colts' outlook the rest of the way? It's going to be touch and go at this point, but you bring up a good point here. If you're looking at just the AFC South, they're going to be in it here. Now let's take a look at what the future holds for the Colts. Forget about next year. We're talking next couple weeks with Eilinger at quarterback. What did I just joke about, Kevin? When you come on the Red Zone Network, it wasn't if the Colts were going to make a big play. It was laugh at Matt Ryan for throwing a football that looked like a bowling ball five yards for a tipped interception or if he got sacked. Sam Eilinger, go back to his college career in Texas. Now keep in mind also, as you know, Kevin, when you get sacked in college football, it takes away from your rushing yard, which is absolutely ludicrous. Well, junior year, he ran for 663 yards. I don't know how many times he was sacked, but he probably lost at least 100 yards off that number. The reason I bring that up is not because he's a running quarterback. He is very athletic, but he has a good arm. How many times, again, just the offensive line going, come on, Matt. Like, we're giving you three seconds, man. Can't you just slide step and get rid of the football as opposed to just getting buried by somebody's, like, you know, forearm coming across your chest and not even grabbing you and you fall down? That's not going to happen with Eilinger. So the good part about that is, is, is a new playbook opens up for Frank Reich. You know I like Frank Reich. Well, if you now have a quarterback that says, hey, look, look at all the plays we used to run here with, I don't know, Andrew Luck and Carson Wentz, where I can roll him out of the pocket and have a whole new field and a whole new set of confidence where the defense has to respect this. You know when Matt Ryan drops back to pass, the defensive ends are going, 
worried about anything except needing at the quarterback for a sack party here in the backfield. That's really going to help them out. But be careful what you wish for also. He's still a young quarterback. We don't anticipate he steps in this weekend and the Colts get 35 points. There's going to be a learning curve on the way. But if I'm saying to myself as a team total guy, I'm looking at the Colts going, you know what? Door might be open now. Cheaper team totals, it can't be any worse than Matt Ryan. And maybe the wide receivers get an extra second to get open. And also, RPO situation with Jonathan Taylor, you got to respect the quarterback now on that. So maybe it's a little bit of an upside right off the bat. Yeah, if you absolutely believe that this quarterback room is, or excuse me, this offensive line room is giving you no chance for success, then moving on to a quarterback that can move around a little bit is obviously a really, really good decision. The thing with Eilinger is all we have is a preseason sample size, right? But it is kind of eye-popping when you look at it. He played in all, uh, he played in three preseason games, obviously, for the Indianapolis Colts, Donnie. 10 for 11, 88 yards, two touchdowns. 9 for 11, 136 yards, two touchdowns. And then 5 for 7, 63 yards. That is 24 for 29, 287 yards, four touchdowns, 9.9 yards per pass. Now, I am not telling you he is going to be able to replicate that, obviously, on Sundays. It gives you an idea as to why the Colts might be a little bit excited about Sam Eilinger stepping in. To even narrow in on the game against Washington, where they are going to be going up against Taylor Heineke instead of Carson Wentz. Pretty incredible that that game won't feature Ivan Wentz or, of course, Matt Ryan. The... The number right now is Colts minus three. The total is 40 and a half. Do you early leans, right? We'll do early lines, obviously, get hour number two. Early leans when you see a minus three number and a 40 and a half with Eilinger at quarterback. That's pretty strong, though, to be honest with you. And, and again, the commanders aren't anything to shake a stick at at this point. Certainly down their starting quarterback as well, even though they beat the Green Bay Packers. But I do think the more of a shock to the system yesterday, right, when some teams make a move and not an anticipated move, Kevin. This wasn't something that you saw on the horizon for the past couple weeks, and we know Islanders are going to step in and be like, ooh, he played really well last year for another football team. He did. So the fact that they're still holding a field goal here for Indy shows me that there is some betting support for how bad Matt Ryan actually was for the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, it's somewhat of, you know, the, the Brett Rippon, I can't get worse thoughts that we heard. Correct. With the Denver Broncos. To me, I know everyone's always invested side total. I cannot wait to see the props board for this football game. As you mentioned, Sam Eilinger, we know he has some mobility to him. What are they doing with the rush yards? Beyond that, what are his passing props, though, looking like, right? Matt Ryan was throwing the ball a lot in in in, in these games. Are we going to be getting a guy? You know, Donnie, a quarterback with 202 for a passing prop is not uncommon these days. Is that where he checks in? What do they do with Michael Pittman? What do they do with Jonathan Taylor? Already, for me, becoming one of the most interesting games that Week 8 will offer up. We hit on some Chargers injury news before we get to hour number two. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. The Los Angeles Chargers are having a season that I feel like they've seen before. Where luck is often talked about with this group. They have a bad coach, but even worse injury situations. As they head into the bye, they were hoping that they would come out of it the healthiest they had been all season. Instead, even if Keenan Allen is coming back, he now won't play alongside Mike Williams, who has uh, a timeline now of multiple weeks missed. Oh, and also J.C. Jackson, a torn ACL, will be out the rest of the season. Yeah, it's not looking good. That's basically what you just said there. And also, we had high expectations for this team. Like Justin Herbert getting to the next level. Ooh, look at that offense. It's really extremely talented at this time. And what were we going to get out of this Chargers team? Well, you're right. The head coach seemingly went from, I'm ultra-aggressive, Kevin. Fourth downs, that's our M.O. Game one this year, I don't want to go for it on fourth downs anymore. So that was a change right over where it seemed like the analytics were thrown out the window. But you can't win if you're injured all the time. And maybe that's just the M.O. of this football team here. But also, let's talk about before the injuries, Kevin. You go out and sign maybe the best cornerback on the free agent market, five years, $82 million. And three games in, you're going, hey, I don't know if he's a scheme fit. No, that's a coaching fit right there. You're telling me that the best cornerback on the market doesn't fit your scheme? Come on now, Chargers. You know, what's also difficult for the Chargers, not that they necessarily had the softest schedule of all time, but also not the most difficult. You know, they ended up here four and three through their first seven with losses against the Jags at home and the Seahawks at home. Mm -hmm. All things considered, those are bad losses. Their first five games out of the bye, four are on the road with the home game against the Kansas City Chiefs. At Falcons, at Niners, home against KC, at Arizona, at Vegas. That is not a tough group, uh, a tough, that is a very tough part of the schedule that is coming up. There's still a minus price to make the postseason. I don't know. We shall see. I guess the good thing for them is the AFC overall not as good as a lot of people had thought. We go to the NBA. Oh, yeah. Power two. 
Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 Brand Spark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated.